Hello everyone. Welcome to Ragadri, the Carnatic Music Gateway. As we celebrate one year of Ragadri today, let us begin our special episode with an amazing quote by Jim Rohn. Discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. Discipline is an informal training that we pursue to develop a moral character which results in producing a specific behavior that characterizes a human being. Though it is informal training that we learn from our parents and elders, it is indeed important to pursue what is being taught or observed. Discipline is a way of life that defines one's personality. A positive personality radiates when the person is disciplined in the way he or she carries themselves, their structured thought process and the talent of problem solving. Any human being can have goals, but through discipline, the goals get transformed into actions resulting in accomplishments. If goals and accomplishments are two different points on a field, then discipline becomes the line segment connecting the two points. As many leaders have stated, discipline as a virtue that is required to push us forward even though we wish to rest. That's an incredible force that can transform any human being to what he wants to achieve as this virtue demands self-control and sincerity towards what we wish to attain. It is the alarm to indicate what we want. Discipline along with courage, passion and integrity can make any human being look dashing as maturity and mental health are the current trends. As Vivekananda said, Arise, awake, stop not till the goal is reached. On that note, we begin our 29th episode of the podcast with a beautiful composition of Muthuswami Dikshidhar Dharma Samvardhini in Raga Madhyamavati set to Rupakatala which is a tala of 6 beats. This composition is on Goddess Dharma Samvardhini of Ayyarappar Temple of Tiruvayar in Tamil Nadu. Ayyarappar Swami Temple also known as Panchanadishwara Temple is dedicated to Lord Shiva who is surrounded by five rivers namely Vadavaru, Vettaru, Vennaru, Kudamurutiyaru and Kaviriyaru. In this temple, Lord Shiva is represented in the form of a lingam and worshipped as Panchanadishwara. He is accompanied by his consort, Goddess Aramvalartha Nayaki, also named Dharmasamvardhani. This temple is known as Dakshina Kailash as this place is considered to be associated with Lord's vehicle Nandi. The divine bull of Lord Mahadeva was born and later became a mount for the Lord at this place. According to the tradition of Shiva Siddhanta, Nandi is considered to be the Supreme Guru for eight disciples of Nandinada Sampradaya, namely Sanakar, Sanatanar, Sanandanar, 
சனத்குமாரர் வியாக்ரபாதர் திருமூலர் சிவயோக முனிவர் அண்ட் பதஞ்சலி ஹூ ட்ராவல்ட் டு ஆல் தி எயிட் டேரக்ஷன்ஸ் டு ஸ்ப்ரெட் த அத்வைத ஃபிலாசபி Nandinada Sampradaya is a cult of Shaivism which stresses the importance of Yoga Shastras. This Sampradaya gives a brief description of the broader Nada Sampradaya which has been established by the nine Gurus also referred to as Nadar. The first Guru is named Adi Nadar who is considered to be a synonym of Lord Shiva and is the founder of the Nada Sampradaya. The other Nathas are namely Matsyendra Nathar, Goraksha Nathar, Chaurangi Nathar, Jalandharar, Charpatar, Kanhapar, Nagarjunar and Bhartrahari. The Nada Sampradaya is one of the evolutionary phases of the Siddha tradition which dealt with human existence as a psychochemical process through a combination of Indian alchemy, psychological and physical techniques leading a person to the state of spirituality for attaining the ultimate knowledge. The Nandinada Sampradaya is an ancient Sampradaya that is based on the Siddha Yoga tradition. The spiritual perceptor of this Sampradaya is Sage Nandinada who sent his eight disciples to spread the ultimate knowledge across the globe. The first four disciples of Maharishi Nandinadar are Sanakar, Sanatanar, Sanandanar and Sanatkumarar. Lord Brahma was assigned the task of creation of the universe by the Supreme after imparting the spiritual knowledge and power and instructed Lord Brahma to start the creation. Lord Brahma who had no clue created four kids namely Sanakar Sanatanar Sanandanar and Sanatkumarar and assumed that they would go to all four worlds to procreate but to Brahma's disappointment all the four kids disobeyed their father for procreation by becoming sages as brahma used only his spiritual powers to create them these four kids represent truth wisdom consciousness and spirituality along with four kids brahma manifested 14 manus the 14 manus are swayambhu manu who is the mind born son of lord brahma he got married to shatarupa and had three daughters namely akriti devahuti and prasuti prasuti got married to prajapati daksha and they had sati as one of their seven daughters who eventually got married to lord shiva The second Manu is Swarochisha Manu who is the son of Agni. This Manu is responsible for the invention of clothing required for mankind. The third Manu is Uttama Manu who is the son of Priyavrata and he had sons namely Pavana, Pavana, 
Yajnahotra and Sringjaya. The fourth Manu is Tapasa Manu, who is the brother of Uttama Manu. In this Manvantara, Lord Narayana took his avatar as Hari, liberating Gajendra. Raivata Manu, this Manu, is the twin of Tapasa Manu. In this Manu, Lord Narayana took his avatar as Vaikuntha. Sixth Manu is Chakshusha Manu and in this Manvantara, Lord Mahavishnu took the avatar as Ajita being the son of demon Chakshu. During the tenancy of Chakshusha Manvantara, the demigod Chakshu performed Yajna to be blessed with a baby girl. He was blessed with Jyotismati who came from the sacrificial fire. As she grew up to be a beautiful woman, she wanted to get married to the mightiest person on earth. She approached Lord Devendra who directed her to Vayu. Vayu mentioned that Prithvi is the most powerful person. As she approached Prithvi, she was asked to meet the powerful person Adisesha. Adisesha promised that he would marry her in his next avatar in the Dwapara Yuga as Balarama who would be the elder brother of Lord Krishna. Jyotismati was born as Revati in the Dwapara Yuga and got married to Balarama. The seventh Manu is Vaivasmata Manu which is the current Manu where Lord Vishnu's avatar is Vamana. The seventh Manu is the son of Vishwasan and Vaivashvata had ten sons. Some of the prominent ones are Ikshvaku and Ila. Ila is the wife of Buddha. The next Manu is Surya Savarni Manu, who is the son of Sun God, born to his second wife Chaya. In this Manu, Lord Narayana's avatar will be Sarvabhauma. The ninth Manu is Daksha Savarni Manu and in this Manvantara, Lord Narayana will be taking the avatar as Rishabha. The tenth Manu is Brahma Savarni Manu who is the son of Upsaloka and Upsaloka is the son of Lord Kartikeya. In this Manvantara, Lord Narayana will be taking his avatar as Vishwaksena. The eleventh Manu is Dharma Savarni Manu and in this Manvantara, Lord Narayana's avatar will be Dharma Setu and he will be born to Vaidrata and Aryaka. The twelfth Manu is Rudra Savarni Manu who is the son of Lord Rudra and in this Manvantara Lord Mahavishnu will be as Sudhama who will be born to Satyasaha and Sunrita. The thirteenth Manu is Deva Savarni Manu and in this Manvantara Lord Narayana will be taking his avatar as Yogeshwara being born to Devahutra and Brihati. The last Manu is Indra Savarni Manu and in this Manvantara Lord Mahavishnu's avatar will be Brihat Banu who will be the son of Satrayana and Vitana. Covering the first four disciples 
of Maharishi Nandinathar we will move on to the next four disciples who made a significant contribution to the field of ayurveda and yoga shastras patanjali is a great sage who was the author of many sanskrit texts and one of the most prominent in the yoga sutras describing the concept and practice of yoga he is considered to be one of the 18 siddhas of tamil nadu i would like to recite a shloka expressing gratitude to the great sage patanjali yogena chittasya padena vacham malam sharirasya cha vaidyakena yopakarotam pravaram muhina patanjalim pranjalirana tosmi the next disciple is tirumula who is a tamil saint poet and a great devotee of lord shiva he is considered as one of the 63 nayanas and also among the 18 siddhas of tamil nadu his main work includes tirumandiram which forms a part of tirumurai i would like to recite a tirumandiram on the penultimate knowledge ஞானத்தின் மிக்க அறநெறி நாட்டில்லை ஞானத்தின் மிக்க சமயமும் நன்றென்று ஞானத்தின் மிக்கவை நன்முத்தி நல்காவான் ஞானத்தின் மிக்க The next disciple is Vyagrapada who is an ancient Maharishi and who had been assigned the task of picking up fresh flowers and offering the same to Lord Nadraja of Chidambaram. Once when Vyagrapada got wounded by plucking fresh flowers which were not even touched by honeybees Lord Shiva seeing his pathetic condition granted Vyagrapada the feet of a tiger so that he could move easily to various places continuing to do his task he was believed to have been the founder of Vaikam Mahadeva Kshetram in the Kotayam district of Kerala The last disciple is Shiva Yoga Muni who is an ancient sage and who had been assigned the task of spreading Shaivism along with other disciples of Maharishi Nandinathar. He was well versed in the aphorisms of Shiva Sutras which are the 14 sets of mathematically complicated explanation of sanskrit alphabets that in depth describes the composition of the cosmos and the origin of the universe the ayyarappa temple of tiruvayar has many inscriptions representing the contribution of the pandyas choras and tanjavur maratha kingdom to the place the temple complex is the largest of all the temples of tiruvayaru having four gopurams the presiding deity panchanadeeshwarar is surrounded by five rivers 
so in tamil i means five aaru means river and upper means lord signifying his name as ayyarappar this temple has many important puranic stories associated with it once the priest of the temple could not do his daily worship of lord as he was away to kashi he was upset that he missed out on his daily worship of the lord due to the same as he returned to the temple the people were astonished to see that lord shiva himself descended to offer the puja removing the guilt of the priest this temple is a place where upper had got the vision of mount kailasha as he was unable to travel to mount kailasha to have the darshan of lord shiva this temple is a place where the divine bull was born to the sage salanda and nandi took up the responsibility of being the vehicle of lord mahadeva the divine bull nandi got married to soyasayambikai and the grand wedding was held at tirumalapadi vaidyanatha kshetram located at ariyalur in tamil nadu this event is celebrated as the saptasthanam festival in tiruvayar during april which includes seven shiva temples around the region as per the puranas this festival is celebrated as the wedding of nandi who got married to soyasayambikai on punarpoosa nakshatra of panguni masa in this festival the ayyarappar utsava murti is carried in a palanquin along with nandi and his wife to the temples of tirukandiyur tirupalanam tiruvedikudi tiruchotrutturai and tirupundurthi with a final destination as tillaisthalam this temple of tiruvayar along with temples mayuranatha swami temple in mailadudurai mahalingeshwara kshetram in tiruvidai marudur shvetaranyeshwara kshetram in tiruvengadu chayavaneshwara kshetram in chayavanam and shri vanchinatha kshetram in shri vanchiyam are considered equivalent to the city kashi as this temple is one among the padal petrasthalams we cannot ignore the great works of nayanas who had composed devoted poems on lord mahadeva as devaram Tirunavakarasar also named Appar was a Tamil saint poet who was a great devotee of Lord Shiva he was raised as an orphan by his elder sister and he lived for 80 years his birth name was Marunikiyar but after entering into Shaivism he was named as Appar by Sambandar who was also one among the 63 nayanas tirunavakarasar has composed 4900 hymns on lord mahadeva out of which we have received 313 hymns which are clubbed together from 4 to 6 volumes of tirumurai i would like to recite a stanza of devaram by appar on panchanadeeshwarar madar pirai kanniyane mal 
மகளோடும் பாடியே மாதர் பிறை கண்ணியானே மலையான் மகளோடும் பாடியே போதுடு நீர் சுமந்தேத்தி சுவடுப்படாமடைகின்ற போது யாதும் சுவடுப்படாமடைகின்ற போது காதும்படப்பிடியோடும் களிறு வருவன Coming to the Raga, Madhyamavati is considered to be an auspicious Raga. It is a Janya of 22nd Melakartha Karaharapriya and it is an Audava Raga having 5 notes on the scale. This Raga is a symmetric Raga that does not have the Swarams Gandharam and Dhaivatam. The scale is The placement of the Swaram is Shadjam, Chaturshwiti Rishabam, Shuddha Madhyamam, Panchamam, and Kaishiki Nishadam. Let's explore the Kriti. Majega jeda yaya 
ಪಾಹಿ ಪಾಹಿ ಧರ್ಮ ಸಂವರ್ತನೀ ಧನುಜ ಸುಮತಿನೀ ಧರಾಧರಾನ್ ಮಜೆ ಗಜೆ ದಯ ಪಾಹಿ ಪಾಹಿ ಧರ್ಮ ಸಂವರ್ತನೀ ಧನುಜ ಮಜೆ ಗಜೆ ದಯ ಪಾಹಿ ಪಾಹಿ ಧರ್ಮ ನಿರ್ಮಲ ಹೃದಯ ನಿವಾಸಿನಿ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದವಿಲಾಸಿನಿ ನಿರ್ಮಲ ಹೃದಯ ನಿವಾಸಿನಿ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದವಿಲಾಸಿನಿ ನಿರ್ಮಲ ಹೃದಯ ನಿವಾಸಿನಿ ನಿರ್ಮಲ ಹೃದಯ ನಿವಾಸಿನಿ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದವಿಲಾಸಿನಿ ಕರ್ಮ ಜ್ಞಾನವಿದಾಯಿನಿ ಕಾಕ್ಷಿತಾರ್ಥ ಪ್ರದಾಯಿನಿ ಕರ್ಮ ಜ್ಞಾನವಿದಾಯಿನಿ ಕಾಕ್ಷಿತಾರ್ಥ ಪ್ರದಾಯಿನಿ ನಿರ್ಮಲ ಹೃದಯ ನಿವಾಸಿನಿ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದವಿಲಾಸಿನಿ ಕರ್ಮ ಜ್ಞಾನವಿದಾಯಿನಿ ಕಾಕ್ಷಿತಾರ್ಥ ಪ್ರದಾಯಿನಿ ಧರ್ಮ ಸಂ ವರ್ತನೀ ಧನುಜ ಮಜೆ ಗಜೆ ದಯ ಪಾಹಿ ಪಾಹಿ ಧರ್ಮ ಸಂವರ್ತನೀ ಮಾಧವ ಸೋದರಿ ಸುಂದರಿ ಮಧ್ಯಮಾವತಿ ಮಾಧವ ಸೋದರಿ ಸುಂದರಿ ಮಧ್ಯಮಾವತಿ ಶಂಕರಿ ಮಾಧವ ಸೋದರಿ ಸುಂದರಿ ಮಧ್ಯಮಾವತಿ ಶಂಕರಿ ಮಾಧುರ್ಯವಾಗ್ ವಿಜೃಂಭಿಣೇ ಮಾಧದೇವ ಮಾಧವ ಸೋದರಿ ಸುಂದರಿ ಮಧ್ಯಮಾವತಿ ಶಂಕರಿ ಮಾಧುರ್ಯವಾಜೃಂಭಿಣಿ ಮಾಧದೇವ ಕುಟುಂಬಿಣಿ ಸಾಧು ಜನ ಚಿತ್ತ ರಂಜನೀ ಶಾಶ್ವತ ಗುರು ಗುಹ ಸಾಧು ಜನ ಚಿತ್ತ ರಂಜನೀ ಶಾಶ್ವತ ಗುರು ಗುಹ ಜನನೀ ಬೋಧರೂಪಿಣಿ ನಿರಂಜನಿ ಭುವನೇಶ ದೂರಿತ ಭಜನಿ ಬೋಧರೂಪಿಣಿ ನಿರಂಜನಿ ಭುವನೇಶ ಭಂಜನಿ ಪಾದಜ ವಿಶ್ವವಿಳಾಸಿನಿ ಪಂಚನದೀಶ್ವಲ್ಲಾಸಿನಿ ಪಾದಜ ವಿಶ್ವವಿಳಾಸಿನಿ ಪಂಚನದೀಶ್ವಲ್ಲಾಸಿ 
ವೇದಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ವಿಶ್ವಾಸಿನಿ ವೇದಿ ಹರಿಹರ ಪ್ರಕಾಶಿನಿ ಪಾದ ವಿಶ್ವವಿಳಾಸಿ ಪಂಚನದೀಶ್ವಲ್ಲಾಸಿನಿ ವೇದಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ವಿಶ್ವಾಸಿನಿ ವೇದಿ ಹರಿಹರ ಪ್ರಕಾಶಿನಿ ಧರ್ಮ ಮಜೆ ಗಜೆ ದಾಯಿ ಬಾಹಿ ಧರ್ಮ Let's explore the meaning of the composition. Pallavi Dharma Samvardhini Dhanuja Samvardhini Dhara Dhara Atma Je Ajay Dayaya Maam Pahi Pahi Meaning I worship and salute Goddess Dharma Samvardhini to pour mercy and who takes care of the dharma she who is a daughter of parvata raja himavan is the destroyer of the sons of danu who are the demons anupallavi nirmala hridaya nivasini nitya ananda vilasini karma jnana vidhayini kaankshita artha pradhayini meaning goddess aramvalarta nayagi dwells in the heart of all her devotees and she is the epitome of the ultimate jnana she who is the goddess governing the effects of actions and knowledge blesses her devotees with desired wishes and objects charanam ಮಾಧವ ಸೋದರಿ ಸುಂದರಿ ಮಧ್ಯಮಾವತಿ ಶಂಕರಿ ಮಾಧುರ್ಯ ವಾಕ್ ವಿಜೃಂಬಿಣಿ ಮಹಾದೇವ ಕುಟುಂಬಿಣಿ ಸಾಧುಜನ ಚಿತ್ತರಂಜನಿ ಶಾಶ್ವತ ಗುರುಗುಹ ಜನನಿ ಮೀನಿ ಗಾಡಸ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ದ ಸಿಸ್ಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ನಾರಾಯಣ and wife of lord shiva is the most beautiful one and who resides in the mode of speech here madhyamavati dwelly refers to the mode of speech where the goddess resides and it also refers to the name of the raga madhyamavati goddess who pleases the heart of the scholars is the shakti required for sweet speech and she is also the mother of lord kartikeya bodh roopini niranjani bhuvana isha dhurita banjani padaja vishva vilasini panchanadi sholasini veda shastra vishwasini vidhi hari hara prakashini meaning goddess dharma samvardhini who is an embodiment of eternal knowledge and the flawless one is the destroyer of evil and the sins of the great kings she who creates the prapancha playfully with the dust from her feet is a consort of lord shiva who resides in this temple as panchanadeeshwarar goddess who manifests as trimurti as brahma vishnu and maheshwara is described and regarded as truthful in the vedas and shastras such a meaningful composition 
isn't it? This Kriti forms a part of Sambodhana Pratama Vibhakti compositions of Muthuswami Dikshidhar. Dikshidhar's compositions are incomparable and each of them is a masterpiece with poetic imagery and intricate technicalities along with bhakti. As he was an avid Sri Vidya Upasaka, he was an intense devotee of goddess Adi Shakti and composed various compositions on her describing the nuances and calculations involved in the Sri Yantra. Today's composition explains the nuances of the concept of Devi as Brahma Rupini. This composition gives a glimpse of the entire detailed Saundarya Lahiri about the creation of the universe from the dust of her feet. Adi Shankaracharya mentions the same in the second stanza of Saundarya Lahiri. Dikshidhar also mentions in the Charanam that Goddess is admired and worshipped by the Trimurti, Brahma, Vishnu and Maheshwara in the line Vidhi Harihara Prakashini which forms the first stanza of Saundarya Lahari. Adi Shankaracharya mentions that Goddess is the Shakti or the Mula Prakriti who triggers the creation of the entire Srishti while Sadashiva as Brahman is still and he only becomes able with the Shakti of the Goddess. I would like to recite this beautiful stanza from Saundarya Lahari. Shiva Shaktya Yukta Yadi Bhavati Shakta Prabhavitum Nache Devam Devo Nakalukushalas Pante Tumapi Adastva Maradya Hari Hara Virinchadhi Birapi Pranantustotumva Kadamakrita Punya Prabhavati The Sri Vidya tradition, which makes the worship of Sri Yantra as the basis, considers 12 gods and sages as its guru. The gods and sages are Manu, Kubera, Chandra, Manmata, Lopamudra, Nandisha, Agastya, Surya, Skanda, Vishnu, Durvasa and Maheshwara. Based on the teachings of these Gurus, Sri Vidya is also considered as Chandrakala Vidya which describes the folklore of the lunar digits. Each of the Gurus cultivated different schools which describe the significance of the Sri Yantra. Out of them, we have received only three schools which survived to this day. One of them is Kadimada, 
which is satvika in nature in which all the mantra starts with ka comprising of five syllables ka a i la hrin this was started by manmata the other schools are hadimata which is rajasika in nature in which all the mantra starts with ha composing of five syllables ha sa ka la hrin and was propagated by lopamudra who was the wife of sage agastya the other school is sadimata in which all the mantra starts with sa comprising of five syllables sa ka la and hrin the entire school consists of 15 letters each representing the 15 digits of mystic calculations of the lunar cycles these 15 digits represent the 15 digits of the moon in each fortnight starting from pratipada which is the time when the moon comes out of the sun as amavasya and ending as a full moon on the 15th day this is the valarpirai calculation and similarly this concept applies from the period of the full moon to no moon which is tepirai kadimata represents the satvika worship of the goddess which insists on the discipline and purity of the yagnas the gurus of this mata are shiva durvasa agastya and hayagriva kadimata also considered as samaya believes in the oneness of shiva and shakti the school of worship brings out paravidya where the worship of devi is conducted in the place of one's heart this is internal worship which is conducted at the extreme levels of shri chakra that is from manipura to sahasra the point called sahasra of the shri chakra is taken as bindu which is the nada or the para shakti or the paramount object this is the point where mahatripura sundari resides which is beyond the six chakras in the lalita sahasranama the representation of the goddess in the samaya and also her position in the manipura of shri chakra and her final abode as tripura sundari who resides above all the six chakras as bindu are beautifully described in the stanzas 37 38 and 39 of lalita sahasranama i would like to recite these stanzas kulankana kulantasta kaulini kulayogini अगुला समयाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाचारतत्परायाच
मणिपूरे स्थित स्वाधिष्ठाने हृदय मरुत आकाशमुपरी मनोभ्रूमे सकलमी कुलपत सहस्रे पद्मे सहरहसी पत्या विहरसे The meaning of the shloka is Goddess Parashakti resides on the lotus with thousand petals at the Sahasra as Tripura Sundari breaks through all the six chakras The first chakra constitutes the power of earth which is situated below the micro nerve of the backbone This chakra is the mula chakra the second chakra which is above the mula chakra is the swadhisthana chakra which is the ego vicious vein the next chakra which lies opposite to the navel is the manipura chakra and above this chakra lies the anahata chakra which is opposite to the heart The next chakra which lies opposite to the vocal cord is Vishuddhi chakra that depicts the ultimate cleanliness. The chakra in between the eyelids is the Agni chakra which brings the mind and soul in order. The penultimate chakra is the one that is situated at the bottom of the brain called Sahasra. With the amazing details and beauty of today's composition, we come to the end of the 29th episode. Stay tuned to Ragadri, the Carnatic Music Gateway. This is Jay Shri signing off. Meet you all. in the next episode until then goodbye